It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The top stories. Missiles hit the Ukrainian port of Odessa, raising doubts about yesterday's grain export deal. Hong Kong continues to swelter, with the mercury hitting 35 degrees, and the WHO declares monkeypox to be a global health emergency. Ukrainian port city of Odessa has been hit by a missile attack, raising doubts about an agreement reached yesterday to resume grain exports. Russia had promised not to attack any cargo ships carrying grain out of Odessa or the port itself. But Alexei Hongcharenko, a member of parliament for Odessa, says the attack on the port was deliberate. That was attack on the port. There were four missiles and caliber is like the best and Russia called that absolutely precise weapon. So it's not like old Soviet type, but it's precise new missile. So they absolutely consciously attacked Odessa port. A Russian Defense Ministry statement today outlining progress in the war did not mention any strike in Odessa. Hong Kong has continued to swelter with the observatory's very hot weather warning remaining in force for the ninth consecutive day. Temperatures pushed over 35 degrees in many areas with officials advising people to avoid physical outdoor activity as much as possible while a few brave souls were seen exercising in places such as Victoria Park. Many opted to cool off at the beach. For this woman at Lungmei Beach in Taipo, even getting into the sea wasn't enough to cool down. The temperature here is showing as 39.2 degrees Celsius. It feels like I'm melting or getting burned. It's still bearable on the beach. I brought cans of Coke, ice bags and a tent here, or I would have fainted under the sun. I'll go buy a watermelon later. World Health Organization head Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus has told a media briefing that the rapidly spreading monkeypox outbreak represents a global health emergency. He said labeling it as such sounded an alarm that a coordinated international response was needed and this would unlock funding for vaccines and treatments. Hong Kong's daily COVID tally has topped the 4,000 mark for the third consecutive day, with health authorities reporting 4,034 local cases and 231 imported ones. Seven more people have died. Hospital authorities said the number of hospital patients with the virus had risen slightly to 1,275. Dr. Tran Shuk is from the Centre for Health Protection. We can see that the number of cases is rising steadily. We have seen the number doubled in just a matter of weeks. So we are concerned about the caseload of HA and the pressure arising from this. So we advise all people to be vaccinated. If you haven't got free jabs, please do so as soon as possible. Macau's casinos have reopened on a limited scale along with other non-essential commercial and industrial businesses as the SAR eases its 12-day COVID shutdown, Frank Young reports. Businesses allowed to reopen, including casinos, are still subject to stringent anti-epidemic measures such as thorough disinfection, staffing levels that are reduced by half, and avoiding mask-off activities. However, a number of entertainment venues, such as cinemas, beauty parlors, and karaoke bars, must remain closed. Authorities have also reopened some fitness trails and bike lanes so that residents can leave their homes for a short stroll or to walk dogs. But jogging and cycling remain prohibited. People must also wear masks of KN95 standard or higher at all times outside their homes. 
The gambling hub reported five more COVID cases, bringing the tally for this outbreak to 1,805. Japanese media reports say the man suspected of shooting the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe will undergo a psychiatric evaluation. The examination will determine whether Tetsuyu Yamagami will stand trial for the assassination. It's thought the 41-year-old targeted Mr Abe because he believed the Prime Minister sympathised with the Unification Church, whose supporters are known as the Moonies. The suspect said his mother's donations to the church had left his family in financial ruin. Now the weather. Fine. The minimum temperature will be about 29 degrees. Very hot during the day with maximum temperature around 35 degrees in the urban areas. A couple of degrees higher in the new territories. Moderate southwesterly winds. The outlook persistently very hot and fine for the rest of July. Temperatures currently 31 degrees. The humidity 77%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Housing Chief Willie Ho says the authorities plan to deploy modular integrated construction techniques, similar to those used for building quarantine facilities, as a way to speed up the delivery of public housing. Ms Ho said the technique in which building modules are made off-site before being installed could accelerate the supply of public rental flats. But the minister said how the technique would be used would vary depending on the construction site and it would not be suitable everywhere. It has some site restrictions and logistical requirements. If the sites are too small and too congested, or if the site is on a, on a slope or uh, in front of a very narrow road, uh, there are restrictions and constraints. So um, to make use of the greatest benefit of this method, we have to choose sites that are substantially uh, larger sites and there are substantially more units that have this uh, repetition. The two contenders to replace Boris Johnson as ruling Conservative Party leader and British Prime Minister have stepped up their campaigns to woo party members who are making the final decision. The front-runner, Foreign Secretary Liz Truss, has promised immediate tax cuts to help people cope with rising inflation and to get rid of many European Union regulations adopted in the UK before Brexit. But the former finance minister, Rishi Sunak, said he would be the right choice. I'm incredibly humbled to have made it to the next stage in the process and I'm grateful to all my colleagues for their support. The question now for our members is, who is the best person to defeat Keir Starmer and the Labour Party at the next election? I believe I'm the only candidate who can do that. A row has broken out between French and British politicians over who is to blame for delays at the port of Dover. Drivers preparing to cross the channel by ferry have been waiting up to six hours at immigration. Britain's Foreign Secretary has said there aren't enough French staff, calling the disruption unacceptable. But a lawmaker for the French port of Calais blamed Britain's departure from the EU. Roger Goff is from the local English County Council of Kent. What we are seeing is an overall situation where you've got vehicles held. You have very, very busy conditions indeed within uh, Dover. Uh, some other areas, the position has eased a little, but uh, overall it's still extremely serious. And the problem is that we have both very high volumes of passengers uh, coming through and clearly a backlog in relation to uh, HGVs. Sport and Hong Kong have missed out on their first chance at qualification for next year's Rugby World Cup in France. The SER's men lost 22-44 to to Tonga in Australia this afternoon. They'll now face the United States, Kenya and Portugal in Dubai in November for the final qualification place. 
At the World Athletics Championships in the United States, the American Sydney McLaughlin has smashed her own world record in the women's 400 metres hurdles. She surged clear of the rest of the field to take gold in 50.68 seconds. The BBC's Alex Capstick has the details from Oregon. The first world record of these championships set by Sydney McLaughlin, the flying American, who shattered the previous best set by her in the same stadium at the US trials just last month. It was a staggering performance. None of her rivals were even close. Not only is she the fastest woman in 400-metre hurdle history, but the first to dip under the 51-second barrier. It wasn't long ago people were saying that was impossible. At only 22 years old, Sydney McLaughlin now holds track and field's holy trinity of Olympic gold, the world title and the world record. An impressive list of accolades for someone so young. China's Chiang Shiji picked up a bronze in the 35-kilometre race walk. Sweden will play host England in the semi-finals of the Women's European Championships. That's after they beat Belgium 1-0 at the Lee Sports Village near Manchester with a 92nd-minute winner from Linda Sembrandt. France will play defending champions the Netherlands today for the remaining semi-final place. Two sides met in February with France running out 3-1 winners. Netherlands coach Mark Parsons is hoping for a reverse of that result. France are a top opponent and so are we. Um, they, don't, they won't want to play us. We had a game in February when we uh, finished the game. The result was poor and I look at Sharida and two or three others and they say, yeah, the spaces were there, the opportunity was there, we just didn't execute. And yeah, you, you sometimes lose a game and, and people will look this way and already within minutes of the whistle we were looking this way because they're a top team. But so are we and we see opportunity. And that's the news from RTHK.
they look so pretty. Mama said, son, 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 son. You're gonna grow up, you're gonna get old. All that glitter don't turn to gold. But until then, just have your fun. Sky, my 